From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Thursday, November 29th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. A senior judge says Britain's news media needs stronger regulation. The Prime Minister, David Cameron, is cautious. We should, I believe, be wary of any legislation that has the potential to infringe free speech and a free press. Meanwhile, in Turkey, a popular TV drama uses stories ripped from the headlines. They had an ongoing storyline with a journalist who was detained. But the Turkish government doesn't much like it. Free speech and politics ahead on the world. PRI's The World is supported by the Medtronic Foundation, supporting patient-serving groups such as the International Diabetes Federation, who help empower individuals with diabetes to live life to the fullest. Learn more about the International Diabetes Federation and others who are taking on this disease at Medtronic.com. I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. Britain's phone hacking scandal is still making news. You might recall the scandal involved the widespread hacking by British journalists of the telephones that belonged to celebrities, politicians, athletes, even crime victims. The revelations brought down Rupert Murdoch's tabloid News of the World. That scandal also compelled the British government to take a closer look at the news media's standards. Well, today, Lord Justice Brian Levison unveiled his verdict on the matter. Bottom line? He didn't like what he saw. Levison found that the British news media had failed to meet its own ethical standards. He recommended a new independent body to regulate the press, supported by law. In a moment, we'll hear more from Sarah Lyle. She's in London following this story for the New York Times. But first, here is the British Prime Minister David Cameron reacting today. For the first time, we would have crossed the Rubicon of writing elements of press regulation into the law of the land. We should, I believe, be wary of any legislation that has the potential to infringe free speech and a free press. Sarah, when you were hearing the results of this alongside you, were some of the very reporters who might be affected by what Lord Justice Levison has proposed. What has their reaction been? The newspaper industry is dead against having statutory regulation. They much would prefer to be self-regulated the way they are now. And they kind of claim, well, we can do a better job. We can have a better, you know, body that adjudicates this stuff. But they're really, really resisting, as you might imagine, you know, having to answer to a legal government body. So what kind of things would would be brought up to a legal body? Give us kind of a, a real world example. Well, I suppose things like if someone had been followed around by the tabloids, it's a shame that the newspapers in the UK don't have enough morality to work out those things by themselves without someone telling you it's wrong to hack into someone's phone. But so far, that hasn't been the case. Here's a question, though, about the the issue of morality. When it uh, seeps into legality, why don't these issues simply become an issue of law and order? That's an interesting point. Levison actually specifically said in his remarks that had the criminal laws been working properly as they should, a lot of this wouldn't have been necessary. There wouldn't have needed to be all these inquiries because the police really let down everyone by not investigating the phone hacking, for example. And that's one other issue that he brought up was the coziness between the press and various institutions, including politicians and the police. 
you know, people are, and institutions are afraid of doing things that the press doesn't like in this country because they're afraid of being attacked in the press. And once the Murdoch press starts attacking you, you're in really big trouble. They have a lot of different titles, a lot of different newspapers, and a lot of influence to really, really do a number on you. Sarah, how are things different here in the United States? It's a completely different system. The UK has no such thing as the First Amendment. There's no constitutional guarantee of freedom of the press. Here, there's a real suspicion. And you see it in sort of ordinary people who hate the press and don't want to talk to you as a reporter. You see it even in government departments who, you know, instead of helping you when you call the press office, their, you know, their, their first impulse is to how do we get this person off the phone as quickly as possible? You know, they seem to feel there's not a right to know rather than there is a right to know. It's a really different mindset that has contributed, I think, to the press's feeling that the only way to get information or the, you know, the tabloid press is to use these underhanded techniques is really hard to get information in legitimate ways sometimes. Well, I wonder what the reaction is.